0: Go and educate yourself about history. It's so important that we understand what's happened in the past and how that impacts our present. I tell you now that the history I teach in in UK schools, I I grew up in the UK, is very one-sided. It's not the full truth. So I think people need to educate themselves about history from different perspectives.
1: Welcome to Race in the Workplace, a limited series brought to you by the Voices of Energy podcast. This series highlights the best conversations from our engagements with black energy professionals and leaders on topics around racism in this country and more specifically energy organizations. We've compiled and categorized their insights to serve as a guide for you to implement change in your workplace. I'm Katie Maynard founder and CEO of Ally Energy. I'll now pass it off to fellow Ally staff member, Amy Deaton, who is the MC for this series.
2: This is Race in the Workplace. I'm Amy Deaton, and today's episode is titled, Allyship in Action. As executive boards are working to drive systemic change in their organizations, employees are searching for ways to drive change on an individual level. We set out to learn how individuals can become better allies for their Black colleagues in the workplace and what this term allyship really means at its core. First on this topic is Gordy Bannister Jr., who is the former CEO of Era Energy and member of the Dow Board of Directors. He shared a story with us to illustrate his definition of allyship.
3: Allies are people who you stand shoulder to shoulder with when there's really difficult times going on, when there's really difficult challenges going on. Those are what allies represent in my mind. So let me reflect on a conversation I had with a a friend of mine, a a really good friend of mine, white guy who I played basketball with at South Dakota School of Minds and Technology. He called me after the George Floyd incident and everything. He called me and we had a conversation and we had, we talked sort of two or three times a year. He called me and he was, he was literally in tears and so we were talking about how he felt like at the time we were playing basketball he had no idea what i was going through and he just apologized for that now i will tell you at the time he's a good friend of mine and even today he's a good friend of mine but he wasn't an ally for me because he had no idea what i was going through he didn't know that when we were in those small towns in south dakota that people were slinging racial slurs at me he didn't know that whenever we traveled to one of those small towns in South Dakota or Nebraska or wherever we went to play at that I was concerned about whether or not I was going to get in and out of there alive or not or safe or not, because I was the only black guy on the team. And so those guys were great friends, but they weren't allies because they didn't really understand what I was going through. And they, they, they had no comprehension of that on the white side. You feel like if you're a friend, that you're an ally on the black side or the Latinx side, or even the LGBTQ side, an ally is not just a friend. An ally is somebody who really understands, who really hangs out with you in that regard. So so that's how I would distinguish between the two.
2: Gordy notes this division between friendship and allyship as being characterized by a level of understanding. And for many white individuals, it takes deliberate intent to understand racist inequities. And from understanding, we can begin to take action. So we talked with Rodney Williams, a lead project manager at National Grid and a proven leader in diversity and inclusion on this topic of how to put allyship into action. Rodney offers some step-by-step actionable items for individuals to grow as allies.
0: I think the first thing is to educate yourself, right? There's so much resources out there. There's so many ways you can, we've got the internet for God's sake. So like go and educate yourself about History. It's so important that we understand what's happened in the past and how that impacts our present. I'll tell you now that the history I teach in, in UK schools, I, I grew up in the UK, is very one-sided. Yeah, it's not the full truth. Yeah. So I think people need to educate themselves about history from different perspectives. Yeah. And then use it as a starting point. So they understand the foundations. Yeah. They understand what is at play around us. So that would be my first thing. Educate yourself about history and, and the present. And then my next big ticket item would be show up and show up consistently, yeah? So I understand that there is a bit of a bandwagon now. What's happened in the US has been a massive, massive watershed moment. It's been an eye-opener for all of us. So like, now is the time to bring your energy and let's be consistent with this energy. In six months' time, I still hope you have that same energy that you want or that you have right now and that you're using it to address these issues, you've been sustainable about it. So show up, right? Speak up is the next one for me. If you see or hear something that just doesn't sit right with you, you need to say something. And part of the education piece that I mentioned as step one is knowing what your privilege is. Know know about white privilege, yeah? And this is where you can use your privilege to speak up. If something doesn't sit right with you, there's probably something wrong with it. We all know when an injustice is happening in front of us. So, you can speak up about it and make a change in that sense. And I, I think something to be mindful of as well is just how you go about these steps. Like don't treat people like your diversity Google. I've had some people that have reached out to me. They're coming to me like I'm an encyclopedia and like they can just, yeah, get content or information from me just because they're curious. and that. So just try and be respectful when you are educating yourself. And don't treat people as your diversity, Google. And I think finally, never make assumptions. Like, you don't always know what's best. <laughs> there isn't a silver bullet to solving this situation. So, yeah, be open to new ideas, different perspectives, and just be respectful about it.
2: Rodney outlines these steps as a sort of chronological sequence where educating yourself comes first, then followed by speaking up. We talked more about the action of Speaking Up, specifically at work, in a discussion with Paula Glover, who is the president of the Alliance to Save Energy. When we see things, we have to say something,
4: right? And there's absolutely a level of courage that is required to do that. And it's not for everyone. So I don't want people to take away from this like it's an easy thing to do. Because sometimes it's not an easy thing to do. And sometimes there's a lot of great risk. And each of us can assess that situation on our own. But one of the things, I mean, to be an ally is to be able to give voice to things that are just not right when it's really hard to do so, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you see someone, you know, saying something that's just really out of order to a colleague, don't rely on the colleague to say to that person, you know what, that wasn't cool. You tell them that it was not cool. That's what being an ally is kind of about. And what we're seeing, I think, in the world around us, right, with all the protests that we've seen about various issues is really a demonstration of allyship, right? It's it's us saying that while this may not be directed to me directly, I'm still affected by it. I'm still offended by it if I am, and I'm not going to accept it on behalf of another person. We can all do that. And we do it in all kinds of ways, right? We, we protect children. We, we do it in all kinds of ways. We just have to find the courage to do it in our workplaces.
2: As Gordy, Rodney, and Paula all emphasize, allyship is multidimensional. It starts with educating yourself, understanding the inequities that permeate across systems and institutions in our society, and then taking the initiative to act. Allyship does mean commitment, but taking it one step at a time can lead to authentic relationships and real change. This is something that Carolyn Green discussed when we met with her and the other four authors of The Energy Within Us. Carolyn is also a managing partner of Energreen Capital Management. Her advice well sums up our conversation on allyship. To people who say
5: that that it's so big, it's so complex, it's overwhelming, just take one step. Just do one little thing that you can do. And then then take one, one more little step. We cannot solve this problem for you, people of privilege. We didn't create it. We can't solve it. You've got to do it, but you've got to do it in bite-sized pieces. Just reach out and make a friend of someone who is Black. It's interesting that in most of the studies of corporate dynamics, African-Americans are more likely to have friends who are not African-American than whites are to have friends who are not white. So reach outside your, your comfort zone and befriend someone who, is, who doesn't look like you. If your organization has Hispanics or Asians, reach out it's not just an African-American issue. We certainly are the poster child, but broadening your, your sphere is one of the first things that you can do as, as a person of privilege.
1: After listening to this episode of Race in the Workplace, take some time to reflect the actionable items provided and make a plan for yourself. How can you implement these steps in your day-to-day? We encourage you to use our community ally as a resource. Log on to allyenergy.com. You can find content around allyship from our thought leadership, our events, and you can register for coaching sessions and training. You can reach out to fellow members as well. Let's grow together. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Voices of Energy. Thanks for listening to this episode of Race in the Workplace. For more in this series, tune in to the next episode and look out for other new content coming soon. This is The Voices of Energy.